Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, the 24th of May, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Yes, yes, indeed. Today is Aldersgate Day, and you hear Lucy. Maybe you hear her in the background. She is barking. She's talking. Aldersgate Day. This is the day that we remember John Wesley was at a society meeting of the Moravians on Aldersgate Street in London. On May the 24th, I don't have the year right, readily recallable. Well, let's see. 1738, that was the year, 1738. Someone was reading Martin Luther's preface to Paul's letter to the, yes, Romans. And... John Wesley experienced the grace of God. He experienced, he said, my heart was strangely warmed, and I came to believe that Christ had died for me. So that, that in some ways, was the beginning of the English, the British revival, the British awakening, was with the experience of this preacher uh, who had been fiercely religious all of his life, but had somehow missed the grace of God in his own reality. And from there, you know, next was Charles Wesley, and then the whole thing began to blow up, and the Spirit of God was blowing in the streets of London. A lot we could say about that. A lot's been written about it. It's worth studying and remembering. But that's today, Wednesday, May the 24th, Aldersgate Day. Let's just, in light of that, enter into our own prayer of consecration, locating ourselves before Jesus, saying, Jesus, would you wake us up? Would you wake us up? Yeah, Lucy, you too. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying for a great awakening. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text today is entitled, Why We Need a Better Bumper Sticker. Our text is Romans chapter 6, verses 11 to 14. Hear now the word of the Lord. In the same way, 
count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. In the same way as what? Let's remember back a verse earlier. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way as Jesus died to sin once for all and rose from the grave to live to God, that's how we count ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. We do it in Christ Jesus. We remember in vivid detail and full color the life and death and life of Jesus. We remember we are baptized into his life and his death and his life, which is to say, we no longer live, but he lives in us, which is actually another way of saying we are fully alive. Most of the time, most of the people simply do not get what the New Testament is saying about the Christian life. We think of it as a moral or ethical life. We approach Jesus as a moral and ethical exemplar who lived a life completely beyond ours and which would, in fact, be impossible to emulate. Yet we must die trying. This approach can best be summarized in three words, believe and behave. Of course, that doesn't work, which results in putting bumper stickers on our cars that say things like, I'm not perfect, just forgiven, and Jesus is my co-pilot. Jesus, in fact, tells us in Matthew 5.48, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. He doesn't mean perfect as we think of perfect. We think of perfect as flawless. The Bible thinks of perfect not as flawlessness, but as fullness, the fullness of Jesus by the Holy Spirit. Now, watch where the text takes us. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. 
but how? Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness. But how? So far, this could be interpreted as saying, believe and behave. But then comes the secret sauce. But rather, offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. The way is not believing and behaving. The way is made by beholding and becoming. This is the way of fullness. Because Jesus has wholeheartedly, unconditionally, and unreservedly offered himself to God for us, we can now wholeheartedly, unconditionally, and unreservedly offer ourselves to God for him. And then he wholeheartedly, unconditionally, and unreservedly offers the Holy Spirit to fill us with all the fullness of Jesus for our good, for others' gain, and for the Father's glory. And that, my friends, is perfect. Because of the pervasiveness of perfectionism, I tend to stay away from the word altogether. But the bumper sticker we need is the one that says, I'm not just forgiven. I'm being made perfect. And also, Jesus is my pilot. Very, very fitting that this turned out on Aldersgate Day. This discussion, John Wesley's most famous book, at least his most famous Christian book, was called On Christian Perfection, a plain account of Christian perfection. Let's pray. My God, my goodness, my Lord Jesus Christ, you are perfection personified, and somehow, as you fill us with yourself, you bring us to perfection, and yet it is a perfection that is ever-growing and never-ending. It is a fullness that is ever-admitting of more of you. Holy Spirit, thank you for making us alive in Jesus, our living head and clothed with righteousness divine. And so we offer, I offer, my life to you, wholeheartedly, unconditionally, and unreservedly, all yours. And you are all mine. And because of what you did, I am now dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Make it so, 
more and more and more and more from one degree of glory to the next. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, are you beginning to grasp the difference between the believe and behave approach and the behold and become approach? Are you understanding how this must begin, middle, and end in keeping our lives consecrated unto Jesus, completely dead to the old self and the old life, and completely alive to God in Christ? More life, more love, more everything that matters. For our hymn today, we're going to continue our All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name Hymn Festival. We're going to add a new verse. We're going to add verse number four. Actually, let's see. Yeah, verse number four, I believe it is. And we're going to sing it like it carries... We're going to sing it as an offering, like it carries the offering of our whole lives to him. So we'll sing verse 1, 2, 3, and 4. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. Bring forth the royal diadem, and crown him Lord of all. Ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye ransomed from the fall. Hail him who saves you by his grace and crown him Lord of all. Hail him who saves you by his grace and crown him Lord of all. Sinners whose love can ne'er forget the wormwood and the gall. Go spread your trophies at his feet and crown him Lord of all. Go spread your trophies at his feet and crown him. Lord of all, let every kindred, every tribe on this terrestrial ball, to him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. To him all majesty ascribe, and crown him Lord of all.
Amen. We've got two more verses to go. Another one for Thursday and another one for Friday. What a powerful hymn. All hail the power of Jesus' name. That's what we want to do all day long today. I've got a PS for us today. I want you to join me if you can today. You're listening to this in time at noon central time for the reveal of the next wake up call series. And then I'm going to bring some breaking news from my own life and calling. You can join us on our Facebook page for the wake up call. The link is in today's email. I'll also be sharing the news in an email that'll be sent out to all of our readers in case you're unable to watch or you don't get on Facebook. But uh, it'll also be there on Facebook after it's live if you want to watch it then. Anyway, gang, that's uh, that's a wrap today for Wednesday, May the 24th, Aldersgate Day. Salute to John Wesley, father of our movement the Methodist movement, and um, we're seeing it rise again in our time. I'll uh, look for you on the field today. Get your seeds. It's time to sow. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.